Broadcasting around the world on the World Wide Web. Yeah. Broadcasting live from the Josie Network Studios in downtown Medina, Tennessee. It's that time of week again. It's time for the Josie Show. Bringing you the most exciting music news and guests from around the world. Right here on the Josie Show. Please make welcome. Beautiful, the talented, the lovely, America's radio sweetheart, Mrs. Josie Asentino Boone. Hello, everyone. I hope you guys are doing amazing on this Thursday. Uh, we have such a great show for all of you. I'm so excited to chat with the incredible Raylan Nelson. I'm so looking forward to this. Um, she's a JMA nominee this year. She's an incredible artist, so I hope you all check her out after the show. You will not regret it. I'm promising you that. Um, but thank you all so much for being tuned in here with us today. We really, truly appreciate it. Now, let's just go right straight to it, all right? <laughs> here we go. Please welcome to the Josie Show my guest, Raylan Nelson. Hello. Hi, Josie. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Thank you so much for joining me. I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, me too. I got all dressed up and everything, and then when you told me it was an audio thing, I'm like, well, I've wasted some makeup today, but okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's hilarious. Well, hey. I feel pretty, though. Yeah, exactly. That's all that matters. That's all that matters is how you feel, right? I love it. I love it. Well, I've been looking forward to this because I just fell in love with your music. I was going through your catalog <laughs> of music on, on Spotify and everything, and you were just an incredible artist, and you're unique. So before we get into everything, I would like to know a little bit more about your musical background. For those who may not know, how did music all start for you? Um, I guess the coolest part about me is that Willie Nelson is my grandpa. Mm -hmm. So uh, when I was born, he was already a rock, you know, a, a huge country music star. So music has always been in my life and in our family. And um, I was I started writing songs in my head as a kid, but didn't really try to make them anything until um, after I had babies. And I was um, just kind of stuck at home nursing little babies, and mm -hmm. I would pull out the guitar and. Uh, really try to make something of the melody as I was writing. And um, so when I got through nursing them, I went out and tried to find a place to, uh, you know, record some demos, just pieces of songs I'd written so I could figure them out and ended up meeting Jonathan Bright, who is um, a national, you know, been in Nashville for a long time, a rocker. Mm -hmm. And he has a studio and he um, asked if, I wanted to come and do the demos there, and I went over there, and by the end of it, he was like, you know, we could write some songs together. I've always wanted to do something country. So we started writing songs and put together a combo, which happened to be his rock band, and then it just kind of became this hybrid of uh, me writing country songs and then JB's rock band, you know? So it's just yeah. this kind of organic, natural hybrid that we when we started, because we didn't really know what we were going to do at first. We wanted to try country, and then it just kind of molded into this cool thing that were his influences and my influences, and um, we, we love it. I love it. You know, I know it's different from everything else, but I like that about it. 
you know? Yes. I, that's what I love about it, too, is it's unique. It's a great blend, you know, from coming from two different backgrounds of music styles, so to speak. Um, it just comes together so well. And I love how in your, you know, live shows, you also add some comedy in there as well. It's a really fun show. <laughs> And so because we're so different um, influence-wise, yeah. we don't agree on any music to listen to when we're on the road. We just listen to stand-up comedy. Right. And so it's podcasts, there's specials, and then when the pandemic hit, we were like, how do we maybe get them to talk to us? Because they're not touring right now. They're just doing podcasts, too. So we started mm-hmm. a podcast called Music is Funny Podcast, and we reached out to Doug Stanhope, who is one of the biggest comedians of all time, especially our time, and he said yes, and he definitely said yes because I'm Willie Nelson's granddaughter, but I don't care, you know, and he loved it, loved us, came back on again, told his friends when they would reach out, you know, I I was definitely using his name at that point to get other comedians, but we just love comedy, and um, a lot of our jokes just organically happened on the stage as we're talking and chatting in between the shows, because, you know, I I don't like to put on a show for people, I kind of like just to party and hang out with people, and then we're going to play some songs for you and try to make you laugh because I don't want to make anyone sad. I want to make everyone be on what I the shows I love to go see the most are the ones that keep me on a high for a couple of weeks after because it was yes. so incredible and fun, right? So mm-hmm. that's that's my goal. That's what those people inspire me, and that's what I want to do for you know people who come to our shows. Yes, and your podcast, real quick, music is funny is every Wednesday, so everyone can check that out. It's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for letting me talk about that. Of course. Of course. That's amazing. I love it. So you do a lot of different things, and I think that's what's really cool about you. And I have to ask, is it challenging as, you know, as an artist to be individual, be uniquely fantastic as you, to be related to someone, you know, who has had a longstanding career, a legend, as Willie Nelson is, um, is it hard for you, or do you embrace it when it comes to music? To kind of be in that box. I think both, because I'm super proud of him, you know? Yeah. He is. To me, and I know I'm biased, but to me, he's literally the most like Jesus that's walked on this earth since Jesus, just because I've seen him act like that. You know, in situations in his life, he's just this profound, wise man, and yeah. uh, he's exactly what you want him to be, you know, and um, I'm super proud of him. That being said, it's, it's very cool that he's my grandpa. I know that people might listen to the music because of that, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to like it. So, uh, cause they love him so much and it is so different from him, but I still feel like it comes from the same place because he was my first musical influence and I yeah. wanted to do music because he did it and I saw how cool it was and what a great job he did at it. And I thought, <laughs> I thought as soon as you did music, you were on a tour bus. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but, so um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he did get me a 15-passenger band band that uh, I'm sitting in right now because it's the most quiet place to do an interview. But yeah. it's, uh, you know, he's definitely always been supportive, tells me I'm on a roll, um, tells me that my keep writing songs, he'll write songs with me. If I send him one, I'm working on it. and then I, So I have all these songs that are co-writes with my grandpa, which is really cool, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm super proud of him, but, yeah, it does make it a harder just because he's so amazing. It's hard to see anything past him, but I get it, you know. Yeah, and your new single, Free, by the way, let's talk yeah. about it. It's available now on all the music outlets, and it's a tribute to one of my favorite artists, Britney Spears. I yes. love I love what you did with the, the video, the iconic, like, sets and outfits. Tell us about yeah. that. <laughs> I'm a total 90s kid, so Britney Spears was everything for us as we yeah. were growing up. 
yeah, so when I figured out, I actually wrote the song a few years ago right after my divorce. I was stuck at home with a lot of little kids and a lot of animals, mm-hmm. and but still felt so free in the moment to be out of that relationship. And him and I are still good friends, so I, you know, I feel okay about saying that. But I did. I felt so free at the time. I know he did as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I started writing that song then, and then when. Uh, the pandemic hit, and after we started to get out again, I was like, I bet everyone could kind of relate to this. This is a great time to do it. When we're sitting down trying to figure out a video. Uh, I, I, I don't even remember how it came to me, but I was like, as soon as it did, I was like, we have to do this because all I've ever wanted was to pretend to be Britney Spears. Same. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I know exactly what we're doing. I'm going to find all the outfits. We got this. <laughs> and we spent a while trying to find a school, but uh, it turns out you know, they did not like the lyrics of every single school did not like the lyrics of the song and right. didn't want us to do it. Oh. So, uh, which is so funny, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's the coolest video. Yeah, but anyway, we did it on green screen, which actually turned out perfect. And yeah. I'm really proud of it. Everybody go watch our video on YouTube, please. You have to. It's so good. Check it out. Free by Raylan Nelson Band. You have to check it out. It's so cool. And it sounds like it was a lot of fun to film as well with your team. It was just it looks so cool. <laughs> yeah, and it's definitely an homage to her. It's not in any yeah. way making fun of her. You know, like I said, we, if you're an ID kid, you love Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so my my band guys obviously aren't Britney Spears fans, but they totally got into it for me. And mm-hmm. uh, JB, my music partner and guitar player, and he edited the video. He got really got into it when he started editing. He found other stuff. He was like, do you have this outfit? Because I can make this happen. And I'm like, yes. Like, it turned out <laughs> way better than I ever thought it would just because they really got into it, you know? Yes. That's so cool. Everyone, please make sure you check out the video and free is available also on all of the music outlets. And when it comes to songwriting, as you mentioned, this was, you know, really true to life experience for you. Um, is that where you usually draw from just real life experiences? And is it challenging to kind of dig deep into personal life, so to speak? Uh, yes. And I do write songs based on things that happen around me or stuff I hear about. I do listen to a lot of comedy podcasts, like I say. So if there's something that's said on there that I'm like, Ooh, that would be a good song or, mm-hmm. Uh, or sometimes I'm watching a TV show. Like I have a song called Brother that I was watching a TV show, and in the show, the girl's three older brothers went after the love interest who had cheated on her. Mm-hmm. And like, oh my God, I don't think there's a country song about a brother going after the, you know, the cheating guy. So that sparked that song, and I had already uh, written the first couple lines to that song, which has just come to me. I don't know um, if this is the same way for you, but ideas song lyrics, uh, I feel like wisdom from angels or something come to me when I'm on back roads driving around or if I'm in the shower. It's like your brain has to turn off because it's like you're in an autopilot mode of of something you're doing and then it allows other things to come in. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, it already had a couple of the lyrics. um, I can't breathe, but I'm still smoking. I'm so high, but I keep choking and I didn't quite know what I wanted to do it with. But then when I saw that one episode of that TV show is totally meant to be because I just started writing that song. So I just kind of draw off of things that are happening with friends or things that are happening with me. And But, yeah, it uh, I like to draw from other things because, like you said, it is hard and challenging to go deep within. Yeah. But those songs really seem to hit people. Like uh, we have a song called Daddy's Grave, and I don't even play it live anymore because it's so sad, and it takes three or four songs to get people back up and happy again. Right. So – 
I feel like some of those songs are for car listening or shower listening, not necessarily a live show. Because I want to, I want people to be happy and have, like I said, be on a high for a couple weeks, not feel super sad. But those songs definitely need to be written because I've had so many letters and emails written to me that that song touched them in a way that uh, they they felt healing from it. You know, so I feel that there's a reason for them. And it is important for uh, us as songwriters to dig deep and challenge ourselves in that way sometimes. But also, it's just fun to write fun songs. Yeah, right. Exactly. To to let people just their mind on a journey, you know, not to get too deep. But I love that you do um you do go deep with your songs, but also you do you know put music out that everybody will be able to relate to. And is there that one song that you perform live during your shows that really connects with people that get them on their their feet and they start really getting you know taken to? <laughs> um, I find that everyone really likes our song pieces. Uh huh. And. Uh, and also Weed and Whiskey, of course, everyone yeah. loves that one. That's like the first song that we have that people sing back to me. And that's, as a as an artist, is one of your first goals, you know. Like, yeah. I want to write a song where our fans will sing it back to us. And yeah. it's not necessarily a cover, but that happens all the time. You sing a cover and the audience will sing it back with you, right? Right. Or maybe walk it for sure, and they'll sing that one all day long. But if it's one of yours and, they sing, and they're singing it back, then you know that they've connected with it. So that was the first one that that's happened to. That's a great feeling. Yeah. (laughs) That's a great feeling. I love that. I love that. And also, I do want to mention that you were nominated at the Josie Music Awards this year, the 8th Annual Josie Music Awards Fan Choice Award. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. So exciting. Um, And I would love to meet you. Um, You are just an incredible artist, and I became a fan just listening to your music. I hope everyone else does as well. So please make sure you check out Raylan Nelson. Can you please give out your website and also all your social networking sites as well? Yes, RaylanNelsonBand.com. Make sure you put the band in there because somebody hacked RaylanNelson.com, and it's now like a a fancy escort site. (laughs) Lovely. (laughs) RaylanNelsonBand.com. Um, unless you need other things, and then you go around. But anyway, then you can go now. <laughs> open bands everywhere else, and thank you so much for letting me promote my single and my podcast. Just you're the best. Oh, of course. Anytime. It's my pleasure. And you actually have a show with Walker Montgomery in West Virginia coming up. I've seen that. That's so exciting. That is exciting. I haven't been uh, on the road since May. Yeah. Uh, we've been kind of laying low and trying to get music and podcasts done so that when we hit the road again in August, we'll have some stuff. But um, I'm itching to get it back out and play because we haven't done it. And I'm right. very looking forward. And going north because it'll be a little less hot, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Two and one deal right there. I love that. And a last uh, fun questions for you. Are you ready? I love okay. fun questions. Okay. So I wanted to ask you if you ever had any embarrassing on stage moments that you could recall, or something that just didn't go normal, you know, as planned, and you're like, oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one time, I I like to do these acrobatic moves. I do I do yeah. a lot of yoga, so I'm like trying to like intertwine that into the show sometimes so mm-hmm. i was doing this back uh back bend thing and i literally just fell backwards on my back oh no oh man fine you know it didn't hurt i yeah. landed perfectly but everybody was like oh, you know <laughs> yeah it freaked everyone else out because it looks like um you know when you see people belly flop in a pool yeah it, it, it looked like that because I saw the video, but it didn't oh. hurt like 
upset, you know, but it definitely looked like that. Yeah. So it was pretty embarrassing. Oh, my goodness. I love how you said that you've seen the video for it. There's phones out. People are videoing. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, poor thing. Yeah. You got you to gotta love it. You got to love the camera phone. Um, then the next fun question that I have for you, is there an artist out there that you would love to perform with or work with that you have not had the opportunity yet? Oh, there's mm. so many. So many. Everyone. All of them. Yes. <laughs> all of them. I want to be an opener all the time for everyone. Yes. I think that we can mold into a lot of different genres, so it. Right. I think it could work. I, I mean, I love Taylor Swift, and mm-hmm. we're, we're like really shooting for the stars here, you know. Yeah, sure. People, I'd love to open for her. I'd love um, to open for Marcus King. I love him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like I even think uh, like Prof. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's mm-hmm. a, kind of a white rapper, so, mm-hmm. but it's very musical, melodic, and um, I really like him and. He, uh, I would love to do shows with him because I think that would be a fun m- mix-up. They used to do that. You know, you, you you could mix the genres on shows, and they're starting to do that a little bit more now, so maybe I could right. try to make that. Yes. You know? Who do we need to call? <laughs> I'm for yeah, everything. Okay. <laughs> I want to open for Joan Jess. That would be really cool. Yes. Oh, my yeah. goodness. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do it, do it. it. It'll happen, I promise, because it's just, it's amazing, you know, what you can do, and you're you're one of those people that it, you go after it, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. set visions, and you want to do it. Yeah. yeah. Don't quit. I think that's the main thing. Exactly. If you don't quit, you're going to either uh, make it, or you're going to die making it, and isn't that the, I mean, the goal is just to try to make it, so as long yeah. as you're trying, you know? That's all that matters, is that you are trying. It's great advice. It's what you have. It doesn't have to be, you know, super expensive. We do everything right. ourselves. I try to do not use any money. I like the least amount of money I can do to make a video. We mm-hmm. threw up greens to do the Britney stuff, and um, just, you know, I mean, I spent a lot of money on the outfits, but I mean, hey. I'm going to wear those. Yeah, I know. I was like, you're going to use those again. Let's <laughs> be real. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I hope everyone does check out the free music video right now. And my last fun question for you, which is probably the craziest one you'll ever get, but it's all good here. Um, so if you could be any animal in the wild, what animal do you think best personality would suit you? What do you feel? I think I would, it's, it's a toss-up between a horse yes. or an eagle. Yes, free. <laughs> there you go, free. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, yeah, just a horse or an eagle. I've, I've connected with eagles a lot in the mm-hmm. last few years of my life, and then always horses, always. I'm not necessarily like a horse girl, but I love horses, you know. Yeah. And, um, I dogs. I love dogs. I love cats. I love all animals. Um, I, w- I would take them all and, you know, try to save them all if I had the time. Me too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm with you. I'll have a million animals if you let me. <laughs> Let's be real. Yes. Oh, and I want to thank you so much for joining me, Raylan Nelson, everyone, and please come back on anytime. Yeah, thanks, Josie. I will. Thank you. JMA Fest 2022 proudly welcomes country music sensation Craig Campbell on October 22nd to JMA Fest for our evening concert at the Troubadour Nashville. Located at 2416 Music Valley Drive. Doors open at 6.30 p.m. JMA Fest 2022. Craig Campbell goes on at 8. Don't miss it. Get those tickets now at www.jmafest.com slash concert. 
Presented by the Josie Music Association and Country Blast Radio. Seating availability is limited, so get those tickets now. See you there. Sisters in Music hosts Sim Jam Nashville, October 22nd, 2022. Part of JMA Fest 2022 at the Nashville Palace. Our stage is sponsored by Prasad Entertainment LLC and C. Natasha Productions. Join us for live music from 12 to 9 p.m. local time. Multiple artists across multiple genres. For more info, please visit www.sistersinmusic.org forward slash events. Hope to see you there. Hey, y'all, this is Ron Stone, and I've got a question for you. Why would you drink plain old whiskey when you could be drinking Garage Oil American Badass Whiskey? Our one-of-a-kind spirit with its proprietary flavor profile was recently voted the best tasting whiskey in Texas. Garage Oil is the smoothest, most delicious whiskey you're ever going to get your hands on. So stop drinking plain old whiskey and go out and get you some American Badass Whiskey. Even the shape of our unique bottle is award-winning. So look for the one with the hot rod on the label and pick up a bottle today, I promise you. It's going to make you smile and have a good time. To find out more about Garage Oil and where to get it, go to garageoilspirits.com. That's garageoilspirits.com. And remember, America, keep your parts lubed. American Bass Whiskey, Garage Oil Spirits, Distilled South Carolina, created later, Texas. We want to say thank you to all of our JMA Fest sponsors. We want to say thank you to Garage Oil Spirits and American Badass Whiskey for being a sponsor of JMA Fest. Also, SIM Sisters in Music, along with their sponsor affiliates, Prasad Entertainment LLC and C. Natasha Productions, uh, The Josie Show, PSAI, Diamond Discovery, Creative Storage, Confidently Ready, Diamonds in the Rough Publishing. Thank you so much, everybody, for all of your sponsorship. We appreciate that. Remember, JMA Fest is October 22nd. It's from noon till 9 p.m. Craig Campbell is headlining the closing concert right after our networking mixer. Um, as far as the award show, that would be October 23rd. Uh, Red Carpet starts at 6 p.m. at the Grand Old Opry House in Nashville, Tennessee. So make sure to go visit jmafest.com and josiemusicawards.com for all of the details. Also, make sure to visit us on August 26th, that's Friday, at 6.45 p.m. on the Opry stage in the Fiddler Grove Pavilion at the Tennessee State Fair in Lebanon, Tennessee. Uh, We will be there with six fantastic acts. Uh, We will have a Josie Show Night. That's right, Josie Show Night at the Opry Stage on the Fiddler Grove Pavilion area. So come and see us at the Tennessee State Fair this Friday, 6.45 p.m. All right, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful night, rest of your week, and weekend. Hope to see you out at the fest. Bye-bye. The Josie Show is copyrighted property of the Josie Network of Brands. It may not be duplicated, altered, or edited, sold, or aired without written consent from the Josie Show owners. Any copyright infringement of the Josie Show will be subject to legal actions.